0: Hey guys, we got an awesome show coming up for you today. We've got Nuggets, VP of Strategy and Analytics, Tommy Balchettis, to talk about the inner workings of the Nuggets front office. Arturis Karnishevis leaving to Chicago. Calvin Booth replacing him, although it's not technically official yet, but Tommy does have some great insight on what it's like to work with Calvin. And a lot more, we've got the steps, of course, as well. But before we get there, our friends at Manscaped, want to assist you when it's time for you guys to hit your game winner. Manscaped is the best, the absolute best, in below the belt grooming. They got the right tools for the job. Manscaped is just a next level product. It's a next level razor, it gets the job done, it's clean, it's quick, it's efficient. It's what you want for all your manscaping needs. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit, which you guys can get for 20% off, 20% off, When you use the code DNVR20 at manscaped.com, you also get free shipping. Don't have to worry about that either. That Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the new and improved lawnmower 3.0, the best tool for the job. The Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver, of course, the carrying case, too, to keep all your manscaping products together if you guys are traveling or even just to keep them in at home. So check out Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR20 at manscaped.com
1: screen instead of the great show you came to see
0: that's what you sound like honestly please cooperate and do your part in keeping this theater quiet so everyone including you can enjoy it
2: what is up everybody welcome into the dmba live show i'm your host adam modest i'm joined of course as always by eric you know him as d-line co let's go <laughs> bring in
0: the energy and of course the beautiful Haired one, <laughs> Harrison, wind I'm going without a hat for the first time in, in a, a week or so uh, here, so this is dangerous.
3: But hopefully, you're without a hat forever. Look at you, You're Laura. Right.
0: Man, let that hair. Let everybody see it, man. Know, why would you keep to that? To your,
3: why would you keep that to yourself? It's selfish.
0: Well, you guys are with my parents. They love the long hair, so they're happy as Laura right now. It's the body. We keep telling you the body.
2: You should lean into the Harrison Wind part. Just get hair long so it just bl- it's always blowing. The
0: problem, man, it gets so curly. It's like, it's really get, like going over the deep edge right now. You <laughs> can be like a racer head at a certain point. I love it. David Lynch. Well, that, you certainly don't get that reference, I'm realizing. Again,
2: yeah. yeah. It's definitely like 2011 and later. Come on now. Today we are welcoming in... A very special guest, the VP. I'm gonna mess this up because he has a new, newish title, but the VP of Strategy and Analytics for the Denver Nuggets is Tommy valchettis Hi, right. what's, what's up, guys? On, man? Hey, what's
1: up, man? What's going on? How are you guys doing? Doing, doing great. great. <laughs> yeah, dude, hanging in there. <laughs> not doing right. as good as we can. <laughs> I love the I love the music, man. The background music was cool. That was cool. Was who's, it? Who's was it? Not was bad? That? Yeah. yeah. This was a new one. Yeah, this was a yeah, new one. I just just put nice. it together.
2: We were dancing to it earlier, actually. I was dancing the, to the it funky too. music. We have the funky music whenever the Nuggets get a big win that we play. Um, but we haven't been able to play that for a while because there hasn't no. been a big win or a big game in any capacity. <laughs> the first game sure. the Nuggets play, even if they lose by forty, we're going with the funky music. It's coming it's coming in <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, uh, no, I I like the one you played. That was that was really good. Oh, well, yeah. thank you so much, man. So um what have you been doing for the last two months, other than sitting inside your house? I mean, is, how are you staying sane during during this time?
1: You oh, personally, man. me personally? Uh, no, I mean, listen. I mean, it's you know, it's it's a tough situation out there. Uh, but you know, ha- hanging out with my wife and my son, who's uh, you know, he's. He's eighteen months. Just officially, I can say year and a half now. I don't have yeah, to yeah. use months anymore. You know? <laughs> is there that's a kind of strict cutoff when you go
0: from? <laughs> I months think eighteen to years. months. That's that's the okay. one. Man.
1: Yes, year gonna, and a half. I'm going to file sure. that in that the that back of my, my head. Yeah, every, <laughs> every, every month, people do it way too long. Oh, they every, go they go crazy now. I feel like yeah, year and a half is kind of like a like a good cutoff date. So yeah, so you know he's a year and a half, so I can kind of hang out with him he's you know he's just i guess he's enjoying having me around who knows he can't tell me anything <laughs> but that's been that's been that's been kind of cool i mean you know when else can i kind of continue having a job and still you know be around my kid for first for for, uh, for an extent extended period of time so that's been that's been fun but other than that i mean i feel like it's kind of like everybody you know try to you know walk outside for a little bit so you're not completely cooped up at home uh cooking sure. as much as you can yeah and, and, and try not to go crazy with uh with the calories because it's 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 getting a little getting a little intense right now
2: <laughs> we were talking food before you came on and like i feel like i'm eating better than ever right now in really? large part because i have more time to cook so
3: it's just i like, feel like tommy right. is talking directly to me he knows that i've not been <laughs> and i was, he
1: knows that i was eating pasta right before we went that, on so. no, that that totally right. like it, it, I, looked, I it looked organic and and like and beautiful man that's well, i think tommy, it's we, different we, we just met, but I, I, I get it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, just, I literally had two burgers. I'm not even – I had two burgers today, Shake Shack for lunch and then something else for dinner. So, <laughs> oh, man, wow. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, Shake Shack two is an underrated
2: burger, man. <laughs> Shake Shack might be my favorite burger, but it's more expensive. It's not quite fast food. It's like fast casual. So, Yeah, it's, it's like right in between. Pleasure.
1: Right in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, I'm with you. I like it. Let's talk about that during the overrated, underrated statement. <laughs> Shake yeah. Shack, all right. I'm, yeah. I'm already going to say it's underrated. It's underrated. That's my answer. <laughs>
2: Um, so we're going to start off with a you know, obviously with a little bit of conversations we always do. Later on, we're going to play overrated, underrated. I like when we get um, guests on and we get to like force them into tough situations where they have to go <laughs> on things that they secretly hate, and then uh, we make it not so secret. So we're. I mean, we had, we had
0: a couple of layups for Kendra though; and she just like <laughs> airballed them. <laughs> she was shooting over five on layup. And yeah, just to sure. be clear,
3: we like this. The guests do not like this. So, yeah.
1: oh, I, no, I'm, I'm 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 up for the challenge. I'm excited. Yeah.
2: And then, of course, later on, somebody out there is going to be have a, an opportunity to try to climb the steps. Are you familiar with this? Show them your shirt, uh, Tommy. I don't even know if you know this, but um, we don't skip uh, steps. We've sort nice. of made this the unofficial motto of the Denver Nuggets. I love it. No, honestly, that's,
1: yeah. that's, that's a great uh, that's a great motto for us to uh, to live by.
2: Well, I should actually say we didn't do anything. We just were listening to you guys. It sounded like, I mean, we heard this <laughs> from from Tim and Arturis and Josh and even Michael Malone, like sure. over and over again. And we were like, you know what? This makes sense. We don't skip steps. It seems like it has been something of a mantra, at least publicly. Is it something you guys discussed back in the day? Like, hey, was that like a phrase that was thrown around early?
1: No, I think it kind of grew organically, to be honest. Um, you know, I think, you know, when Tim hired, you know, a bunch of us early, That's seven years ago now, which is, which is kind of crazy. Uh, we all just kind of kept growing, right? I mean, we just kept growing and growing. And, and that kind of transferred to the team as well, not just the front office, but, you know, like our roster, you know, and the coaching staff. I feel like it's, it's been uh, just one never-ending growth. And that's why we decided, you know, we don't skip steps is a pretty good uh, motto. But it was never like an official thing,
0: you know. It just kind of actually. So, you, so, naturally so you, don't, uh, you don't have, we don't skip steps like tattooed on your back anywhere or, or Tim. No, no, I do, I do, I
1: do. But that's it has nothing to do with it.
0: Yeah, it's totally
1: different. <laughs> it's from like ten years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's yeah.
2: Tommy bracelets? By the way, who who is? Oh, I love it.
1: I love it. I love it. Tommy bracelets. That should be my uh, my rap name. Your hip hop name, my hip hop name later
2: in the show. Uh, Tommy and Harrison are going to have a rap battle, so uh, I can't wait. uh, (laughs) We're
1: gonna do it in Lithuanian, though. Harrison, (laughs) I've been preparing all day, preparing all day. Perfect. Um,
2: what is so from a basketball perspective, Tommy? What's your day to day sort of look like right now? I mean, are you guys is the workload reduced? Um, how do you guys? How do you guys stay productive right now?
1: No, honestly, you know, we actually, you know, we still are very much in the draft mode right now. Um, You know, obviously hoping, you know, some games resume and all that. But I mean, you know, there's college games are no longer happening. So we can actually watch a bunch of video. You know, all of us kind of get on on a variety of different Zoom calls during the week and uh, discuss specific draft players that are, you know, potentially going to be in our range. So, I mean, there's still a lot of work to do. And, you know some of us actually find it even more productive now where there's kind of like mm. not that many distractions you know not that many games going on uh from the nba's perspective so we can actually really sit down and then discuss those guys in 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 painstaking detail um so i think we actually might continue that forward even even when you know when there's no more quarantine in yeah. the years to come. yeah i was yeah. actually
0: curious like with nothing going on right now how do you kind of compare how prepared you guys feel this year versus in years past like, do right. you feel maybe, I don't know, more prepared just because you've been so locked in on it for like the last couple months?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I think, you know, we, we're prepared every year. Um, and it definitely helps when you see those guys live. Um, but, you know, now there's literally nothing else to do but watching film and uh, you start noticing things, which is not always a good thing either, by the way. I mean, you, <laughs> you may over scout certain players oh, and you're like, yeah. ah, you know, you focus on their negatives too much. And uh, But no, honestly, it, it really helps to kind of sit down with no distractions um kind of tough for me to say because i have a, a year and a half year old right. now so it's <laughs> i mean it's it's really tough about uh uh you know when i talk about distractions he's 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 very much a uh, distractible little fella um <laughs> but you sit there you you watch certain guys for you know hours on end and then you really can get a great sense of you know how what they are as as players and you know some of us also you know Call coaches um, if if you know if that's allowed uh, if they're seniors and whatnot, um, and just kind of you know talk to 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 certain uh, coaches whether it's internationally whether it's domestically about certain players and we get really good info about them. So that kind of everybody nobody's practicing right nobody's doing anything. So so the coaches kind of can talk to you and really give their own opinion. Um, So I feel like yeah we're actually doing a a very good job getting to know the, the draftable guys. Do
2: you think that'll make this draft more competitive? Like do you just think everybody's going to have more time and more information and just be more organized for the draft?
1: Probably. I would say so. Um, you know, it's interesting there's so many dynamics. I mean, some of the guys who will not be competing in the, uh, you know, March Madness, they won't get the March Madness yeah. bump. I mean, that mm. that happens, right? <laughs> I mean, for yeah. certain players. And uh, rightfully so. I mean, you want to reward winning as much as you can. Um, And now you can still reward winning, but not probably to the same extent. Um, So yeah, I would say it's going to make it a little more Difficult and easier in many ways. Uh, mm. Probably a bad answer, but you know what I mean? No, <laughs> so
3: it's, it so it's the though. same.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs>
1: the same, really. It's just neutral.
3: <laughs> it will so be interesting to see in
2: if, this is a, if this is a more chalk drafter. You know, like if more – if five years <laughs> yeah. from now we look back and go, ooh, the order was actually pretty right. Like guys. Well, yeah, I,
0: w- I, w- I was curious because it doesn't seem like there's going to be any pre-draft workouts. Is that right, like a right. huge, huge loss for NBA teams?
1: Uh, Relatively so. I mean, you you could probably, if you asked every different team, what they think about pre-draft workouts, you'd get 30 different answers. You know, some hate them, some love them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, you know, when you really think about it, you know, a chalk draft, I think it's it's a cool metaphor because, you know, all of a sudden analytics may matter a little more, right? I mean, if you don't see those guys, if you literally don't get to actually talk to them when they're here in our building or you don't see them practicing against each other, um, you know, you'll, you'll miss out on that. However, they're still going to be seven feet or six, 11, whatever they are. Right. right? So those numbers yeah, may matter right. just a little more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> those numbers may matter a little more. Uh, but you're also dealing with limited samples. I mean, it's, enough sample right now you know it, it, mm-hmm. what we, we stopped playing what early early march and whatnot um yeah. so there's, there's still enough of a sample size but it would have been cool to have you know to, to finish the season and really have a full picture of what those guys look like I agree
2: yeah. strong agree <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> just a spectator that was that was <laughs> yeah up. that was the next week wasn't it i think uh, it was the yeah. week after everything so, yeah. shut down
3: and it was like oh come on no it, adam it was two days after we opened the bar which
1: yeah it was, i think was four days, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm so sorry you guys i'm so sorry man I...
0: it, it oh, was man. a
1: glorious
3: three
0: days let me tell you <laughs> oh God. no it
3: wasn't we, we were we were like should we are we allowed to
1: invite people to come to
0: this i know bar? We like, what, I didn't what are we go. doing
3: like yeah adam I didn't know, even I go
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry what guys w- once it actually opens up it's going to be glorious right it, i mean it's going to be fantastic it's gonna be but right show, now it's going to be glorious Timing was awful. There's no way you could have predicted that. I yeah. feel so no, bad.
0: No way we saw a global pandemic coming. No way we I saw like, it. Like, yeah, like you guys did could've... it? Crazy. Come on.
2: <laughs> um, so the big news late here recently for the Nuggets is that Arturis our, our – Now, I have to ask you because I've always said Karnasovas, and lately I've heard people saying Carnish. It's Karnischovus. I want to say it right, so Karnischovus, okay. I've been
3: saying it wrong S- for seven like years. Like an S-H, Same. like an S-H. You yeah, think a tongue roll in there, Karnischovus? Karnischovus, yeah, exactly. I don't think you can but, uh, do it, Eric. I think you're <laughs> incapable of That was actually making. not bad.
1: No, that's pretty <laughs> good, Eric.
3: That's cool. We'll that's that, cool. This is unbelievable. I, I'm glad that there's an actual authority on this so I don't just get berated. I felt like that was pretty good. Do you know how many times
2: I mispronounced Chanchar's name?
3: every time
2: once <laughs> because then i was berated for uh,
1: for saying it wrongly and so now i have uh I, I have, he has a t- he has a tough last name no no. no 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 way no way you can know yeah just know no i know. i
0: actually remember i think oh, two yeah. two years on what was formerly the bsn denver nuggets podcast i asked on the podcast i don't know how to pronounce the name and i saw tommy the next day and he said it's chanchar
1: uh, European, you know. hey Europeans, we always kind of have to. We've been living with it for a long time now, so it's okay. Tommy bracelets
2: Dobby <laughs> has spoken. I love it. So I hope this sticks. I really hope that everybody around the office starts calling Tommy bracelets. <laughs> cool, it's cool. I like it. Uh, so our tourist uh, goes to Chicago. Um, yeah. I think. You know, he had been, his name had popped up for a long time. I mean, I think he was like atop the list for a while now. It was like the next, you know, great candidate to go. Um, just first first thing I want to do, we can talk talk a little bit more about the move later, but first thing I want to ask you is, he was a, people don't know this, he was a pretty famous European basketball player and obviously very good. Just tell me a little bit, how famous was he first off in Lithuania when you were growing up in the 90s?
1: Oh, I mean, in Lithuania, he's 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 on Mount Rushmore, whatever wow. the uh, Lithuanian equivalent is yeah. of that. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> who is who is no, on Mount Rushmore? There's got to be someone who's bonus. on it. Sabonis is on it, Marcellonis is on it, Kornishov is on it, and then you can probably uh, you can probably think about you know other guys. I think our our Mount Rushmore is a little longer. You guys have four heads. I think we have like twelve. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's gonna be like, no. you know, Hey, listen, it's our own Mount Rushmore. We can, we can create as many. Okay. Yeah. You gotta know come up with your name. Yeah.
3: You but, Kr-
1: yes, we should create. Yeah, different name to be. Yeah. The <laughs> is very much in the top three. I mean, some may say he's the best. Some may say oh. he's in the top three but he's probably not uh he's probably he's not gonna go lower than three um but no, he's i mean he was he was a fantastic player i mean he's you know six eight six nine wing um you know could do a little bit of everything crazy score i mean he was my favorite player growing up and that's before i even met ak um you know i i knew of him i mean i i wore number 12 my entire life because of you know, so it's, uh, he, he was definitely, and he played my position, I mean, he's taller, but I mean, you know, I, I always played uh, the wing position as well, so he was definitely my my idol growing up, um, and in Lithuania, a lot of people still love him as a basketball player, uh, still probably hail him as the best wing player that we've ever had, I mean, Sabone is being, you know, the best center, and Marcelon is being the best guard, and then AK is probably the best uh, wing player. Mm. Um, and in Europe, Europe, same thing. I mean, you know, he was, you know, European Player of the Year, I think twice. Um, definitely, I know once for sure, but I think twice as well. I mean, Olympic medalist, um, he's still the, the leading scorer in the Lithuanian national team in terms of just total points um which is pretty cool cool. and i don't think anybody's even close to that uh which is which is even crazy i mean part of the reason that you know because of his longevity he played for lithuanian national team so many times um so he obviously racked up all the points uh which helps but i mean you know that's that's a really cool record to to hold um no he was he was an insane player and honestly in this day of age in the nba he'd be be an NBA player, and he had chances. Uh, He chose not to play, but he would probably be an NBA player right now.
3: Is there an NBA comp, like, who his game is sort of would would remind you?
1: Uh, Let me think. I mean, it's going to be like... uh... Was like a like a good like a six nine wing who can do you can say probably Kukoc a little bit um, but Kukoc was a little taller I mean you know he he was like a playmaking guy but I mean he, it's probably like a fairly close like a really skilled really skilled finesse scorer mm-hmm. who can do who can rebound the ball who can rebound the ball go across the court right and make a great pass or finish himself I mean Ak was that player um, mm-hmm. so yeah. That's probably like a like a like a lazy comp just because they're both Europeans. <laughs> but really, that's that's you know that's a, I think it's a pretty decent one. But I think cool. even
2: at that time, there really is a thing as the like a European style. Of course, not everybody fits it, but especially if we're talking about the '90s, there was you know there was a lot of similarities. You know, in my opinion, at least, that you could see through a lot of the European players. So
0: um, sure. it
2: w- that would make sense. Um, I know you've shared this story with me before, but I know a lot of the audience
1: hasn't, hasn't heard it. Just
2: like, so when did you guys first meet up? Um, you, you and AK.
1: Um, I was I was little. I was maybe like twelve years old or something. Uh, I remember just coming up to him, getting an autograph. That's the first time I met him. <laughs> he clearly doesn't remember, of course. Um, he he saw my,
0: something in you back then, Tom. He right? He's like, you know what? <laughs> at,
1: some, at some point, my boy, we're gonna we're gonna work together, baby. We'll see. Um, yeah, words. Where, yeah, I just I just never forgot those words, man. That's uh, crazy. no. <laughs> you know what? Let's I basically it's a great story. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I was introduced to him by uh, another Lithuanian um, basketball player who is conveniently is working for the Denver Nuggets now, Marty Potius um he basically introduced me to ak uh when i was a freshman in college and basically gave him gave me his number and told ak like hey man can this freshman guy my best friend can he call you and kind of like chat basketball and then AK's like yeah sure so i called him and we kind of like you know got introduced that way uh it wasn't live uh but mm-hmm. you know via phone and then and then at some point i worked for the league office i met him there um and we got to like, I knew of him obviously, and then you know after that call we kind of stayed in touch, and then uh, I saw him in various different NBA events, and then lo and behold that I ended up working together. It's crazy how life works sometimes.
2: <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's cool though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did, what did he bring to the group? Like what, he was to me, he was a very unique guy. I mean, all of you guys obviously have your own your own different like personalities or whatever, but to me he was the most unique of the group. What do you what do you feel like AK brought
1: to the dynamic? Um, well, first of all, is basketball savvy, right? I mean, the guy has been such a high level player. Um, you know, once you actually sit down and, you know, we're all big basketball fans and I think we all understand basketball in the front office, but, you know, when you have somebody who has been such a high level player and none of us, except for maybe Calvin, um, you know, who played in the league, um, you know, none of us have had that success in terms of, you know, on court, uh, actually on court success. Right. So, I mean, AK yeah. was definitely one of the more, um, I guess successful guys in that regard. So he, when watch his players, when he talks about players, um, you kind of, you know, your ears perk up because he knows what he's talking about because he played against those guys, he plays with those guys, not those specific players, but those specific sure. profiles, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I've seen this profile succeed, right? So we're like, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there, right? I mean, you know, you, you've obviously, you know, you you've done your uh, your work. Um, so I think he brought a lot of basketball savvy, which is. Ex- extremely important. And uh, when you have experience, when you have on court experience, I think it really translates well into a uh, front office work. Um, he brought a lot of, um, just kind of like organizational abilities, um, having worked at the league office, having worked with Houston. I mean, you know, he had a unique way to kind of organize the front office, which was great. Um, you know, the, the, the information flow was very, um, I think, Done in a successful way. Um, everybody was always uh, communicated with. Everybody knew what was going on, and I think he he did a really good job, kind of structuring our, our our front office in the right way. Um, you know, Tim obviously has has those skills as well, but you know, Dim has like a like a very. You guys know Tim, right? I mean, you know, he knows a lot about everything, right? I mean, he's such a creative thinker. It's very rare to meet somebody like that. And AK kind of was able to hone that into uh, – hone Tim's skills into kind of like a more productive way of doing things, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Sure. So, I th- yeah. So, I think they worked extremely well together and we'll definitely miss him a lot.
2: I've thought a lot about that what you are just talking about, the organizational structure, the communication since joining DNVR, because quite frankly, this is a big company. There's like 25 of us. And it's one of those things I never thought about before coming in was like, oh yeah, like, the various channels that people communicate is actually really yeah. important it's just chaos it's, when you start. it's <laughs> easy when you have like
1: three or three or four guys sitting there totally. just be on the same call right yeah, yeah. and you know it, you you need like a like an ak type of person who's kind of like oh, all right you know this is how we're going to do things you're in charge of that you're in charge of that just creating a little bit of a of a structure that 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 makes you know 1 plus 1 equals 3 kind of that type yeah, of that type yeah. thing
0: so so you've had the chance to work with Calvin for what Two years now. Uh, two two years two, now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew Calvin ki- before a little bit, but yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. What what kind of guy is he? I mean, we, we see him, we interact with him, but you know, what what kind of guy is he just to work with day to day? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's
1: you know, first and foremost, one of my closest friends. Um, you know, he's Calvin is is the absolute best. Um, I think he's he's extremely uh, his emotional IQ. I think is probably the the best that I've seen in in in, uh, in many people that I that I've known. Um, him and Tim's. Uh, but I mean, he's, he has a really high emotional IQ. He kind of understands how people tick, what makes them tick, and, and you know how to uh, have them produce the maximum of, at their, of their abilities, right? I mean, that's what that's what Cal I think is really good at. I, mean, I think he knows what people are good at, and he tries to uh, encourage more of that from them. While also, you know, working on their weaknesses, I think he's just a really, really good, good people's person. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, has played in the league for a long time. I mean, you know, that was basketball. That's kind of beside the point. Um, I think he has a very good instinct um, when he watches players. I think him and I actually end up like agreeing and disagreeing on the same guys all the time. <laughs> it's almost kind of fun when we don't agree on something, so we actually can have a legitimate conversation. But we. We do end up sitting there and be like, Oh yeah, we both like the guy. Like, all right, preaching for the choir, man. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about something else. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, and you know, I love the way he looks at he looks at players and kind of like what you know, what he thinks a good player should be. Um, I'm learning a ton from him. Um, but again, I think his biggest strength among many is the, the fact that he's he's such a good uh such a good dude and everybody just in general really, really loves the guy. I mean, it's really hard not to. Wow.
2: he seems really nice. I mean I've talked to him I've, it's been two years now, so I've probably had i don't know fifteen 20 interactions with him and he's all he's mm. he's extremely personable that, that that's the thing yeah, I, the, the yeah, number yeah. one take, a, take away from him affable and personal um How are him and a k different i mean it, and when I say different, I mean not just personalities but
1: maybe more like how they're approached to their jobs sure I think they're more similar than different uh, both have been great basketball players. Um, so they really again you know when when you kind of sit down their basketball instincts um, i think are very in many ways are similar um and i think you know obviously ak played in the 90s scal, i think around you know similar timing maybe a little later than ak um definitely a little later than ak um so you know when they look when they look at different players um you know you can kind of tell that sometimes they, they would disagree about a specific profile, uh, but more often than not, they would agree. Um, you know, they like length, they like you know IQ and things like that. So I think it's kind of hard to find too many differences. Uh, AK perhaps, you know, focuses more, as I mentioned, on the organizational and structural side. Um, I think, you know, Cal, not that he doesn't have it, but it's a little more of a kind of, a, you know, like an instinctual thinker. Um, and, you know, it, it, you know it kind of like, again, focuses more on, on, people's strengths and weaknesses and things like that so not that again and not that ak doesn't right but if you if you take on the priority list i think that's yeah. kind of like that's where they differ um but way more similar than different because i think both of them uh respect and love tim a lot and they take a lot of of, of uh of their kind of strengths from tim and tim has been able to kind of influence both of them in many ways and they have influenced Tim as well
2: Mm-hmm. What about your job? I mean, how has it? It's been seven years, as you mentioned. Now, how has it evolved over those seven years?
1: Yeah, uh, pretty significantly, honestly. Um, you know, when I first came in, um, I wasn't really hired as the analytics guy. Um, I was just just hired to you know to join the front office. Um, and and you know i kind of quickly took up analytics as kind of like my niche that i'm gonna do that just because you know i yeah, i worked in consulting and i played basketball so i was like you know what i'm gonna to try to kind of marry those two things and become an analytics person uh because it was a totally brand new front office you know we didn't have an analytics department so i was like you know what i'm gonna to try to do that um and you know i hadn't i hadn't uh learned how to program at that point I just kind of did everything on Excel and PowerPoint, just kind of like doing what I did with consulting, but kind of trying to put that all those skills into basketball, if that makes sense. Sure. And then at some point, you know, learn how to program. Uh, just made my life extremely easy, <laughs> much much easier. <laughs> <laughs> what how used to take.
2: How hard was that? Because I've to heard learn? various different stories. Yeah.
1: Is it R? Is that the like the language? R. Yeah. It's there's okay. R. There's Python. There's like various different languages. Yeah. I mean, I you know I I, I learned R. Um it it takes some time. You have to sit down in front of a laptop and really make yourself do it because it's yeah, yeah. It, it's not the most fun thing to do. Um some people enjoy it. I enjoyed yeah. it, but but I also fully understand it's not the not the most glorious <laughs> thing in the world. Um but there are like plenty of really cool like online resources where you can just, you know, subscribe and you you, you learn. Um uh, so that's kind of how I did it. And I started playing around with it and now stuff that used to take me I don't know, 2 hours takes me Ten seconds now. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. You click a button and it just runs it, right? Obviously, you have to build and a code, draft. Yeah, I mean, you have to build a code. That takes that takes some time. But I mean, once you once you have to like replicate the work. I mean, you, you no longer have to do any of that. Um, so that's. Uh, I think it was it completely revolutionized my own workflow. And I think you know when I first came in, I'm I'm sure people programmed at that at that point already. Uh, so that was kind of like uh, more of an evolution within myself. Um, but then in general, when you look at the sports, I mean, it's certainly involved, evolved, right? I mean, what happened was with sport view kind of taken over, you know, you seeing all the X, Y, Z coordinates now that didn't exist when I first came in. Um, it was a little more basic. Now there's nothing that you can't measure, nothing that you can't (laughs) access. Right. So now it's like, all right, if you, if, if you, uh, do enough work, Um, it's all just going to be based on, all right, what what are we going to do with that analysis? I mean there's like plenty of bottlenecks right? I mean at some point you're like okay we have all this analysis we have to make a decision at some point right? <laughs> so paralysis you, by analysis. No really like it, it's almost like too much information now which is which is great but I'm not going to send coaches you know like like I don't know, like, 40 pages every day that makes no sense uh, yeah. you know you're going to look at uh, you look at things you know, to make sure you you marinate on them for for you know a certain amount of time you you understand what you're talking about and then you when you talk to the coaches like hey here are the three things that I think we can potentially discuss and that's that's kind of like i don't think that has changed too much um it's still at the end of the day you still have to create something actionable for the coaches to uh to to address because if you just give them information for no reason of which there's so much now then it's not going to go anywhere
2: do you feel players are more receptive to analytics as a tool now than they were seven years ago
1: You've seen, like, you know, you're seeing young guys kind of using the terms three and D and things like that. That I mm-hmm. think that's, if, if anything, that's probably uh, it's an indication that they do look at it. Um, okay. I don't know. Some guys are probably a little more number savvy. Some guys are like, hey, I just want to hoop. And, you know, and ne- neither way is, is right or wrong. Um, you know, some of the best hoopers in the world don't care about analytics, which is sure. totally fine. Yeah. Uh, but I think as long as the coaching staffs and the front offices kind of understand. Um, kind of some of the some of the stuff that the numbers are telling them I think they can make those players more efficient um, and you know they can extend their careers a lot longer um, and even if the, the players themselves don't directly believe it that's that's fine right okay. I mean as long as the people around them um, have the their best interests in mind
2: right sure. how do you how has your network changed over the last seven years because I always think about this when you, a new front office a lot of rookies you know in their in their roles I- including Tim, I imagine the last seven years was a lot of networking and just getting to know people and being more comfortable. How has that aspect of it changed over the last seven years?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean you you do meet a lot of people. Um, you know, usually at first you kind of meet people in your circle. You know, whether probably the analytics people mostly. Um, you know, if you go to certain conferences like Sloan and things like that, I mean that that's mostly analytics people. But then you know once you actually. Uh, you know, Tim is awesome because he lets people in the front office kind of, you know, take up different roles as well. Um, I don't think he doesn't put people in, in categories and in niches and and just, this is, this is your pigeonhole. Just sit there and do nothing else. He doesn't do that. Um, he allows people to kind of grow. Um no skipping, spe- no, no skipping uh, steps. Right. And I mean, grow, right. <laughs> exactly. We all grow together, you know, from the very beginning. So what we do is, I mean, you know, he allows us to go travel, go scouts, go do other things. And that's where you meet, uh, people from other teams, whether it's scouts, whether it's, you know, people who are in strategy or, or analytics or something else or cap cap work and things like that. So, you know, I think my, my, uh, my network has grown significantly. Um, you don't necessarily have to be extremely, extremely uh, you don't have to initiate it too much. I mean, you're just there with all NBA people and you just end up talking to them. Um, I think, you know, as long as things grow organically, um, that's that's when I think the best connections are made. Definitely.
0: Tommy, the uh, Last Dance documentary, obviously yeah. going strong. It seems like no, everybody yeah. is tuning in. When you were growing up in Lithuania, what was it like watching him from afar like that?
1: Oh yeah, no, I feel like you know, I, I'm I'm am the perfect age now that you know when when all that stuff was happening in '98, I was I was 12 years old. I mean that's that's when you're kind of still beginning your basketball journey, right? Sure. And it's yeah. like my God, oh, my you know, God, you know. Uh, he was yeah, it, it didn't seem like he was human. Um, we would we would get those. uh tape delay games uh, later in the day. Some people would wake up at 4 a.m. I was one of those people. I mean, you know, I played basketball early growing up, so I would wake up at 4 Wow. watch mj battle you know utah jazz hated utah jazz had no idea i <laughs> had no idea where utah was so did I. I didn't know, yeah, I know. I didn't know what out you utah, were right like, yes yeah, I, I didn't know like what a state was at that point i had no idea i thought utah was a city so you know i don't know i didn't really care but i mean yeah you would wake up and you watch those those, those people who seem to be so much faster, so much better than anything else we were seeing on TV. I mean, Lithuanian basketball was good, um, European basketball was good, but I mean, you see MJ, you see Scotty, you see all those guys. They're like, my God, man! I mean, those people are not people. Uh, there's <laughs> something, there's some something clearly in the water in the United States, and the states seem so far away. They just seem so far away at that point, right? I mean, there's no way I was going to be ever involved in something like that, or you know, even be stateside. Um, so yeah, at 12, when, when things are kind of seem so disproportionately big, um, they they just made it all that that much bigger so now actually watching it last dance i'm like my god it just brings me back to like all those nostalgia days um and i was texting ak i was like can you believe can you believe like you're in charge of that now are you kidding me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like yeah man <laughs> so, you know, life force in this in this serious place i mean he was he was older but he was, you know he did the exact same thing i mean he was able to watch those games you know on day delay and waking up in the morning and everything um so yeah it's it's insane
0: yeah, I was I was joking that when uh, when they hired Mark Eversley, I was like, he just needed to watch episode three and four of the doc, and he was like, all right, I got to work for that organization. I got to get this back. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, I mean they, they were they were like the gold standard globally. Yeah, not just in the United States. I mean, clearly in Lithuania, they were they were you know the number one team. I had a Bulls hat. Everybody did. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely did.
0: Well, my, we, wife, we, we always my wife had, too. Talk about those bulls uniforms and like Eric does a lot yeah. of our, our branding and he's our, our uniform expert. But I mean, those are timeless. Are yeah, those, timeless. Are, those are absolutely timeless.
1: Yeah, the angry bull. I mean, that the was angry bull. <laughs> yeah, the angry bull, man. It was awesome.
2: Who who else was was like. MJ the did you know a bunch of guys and not just you, because I know you were really into basketball, but did were other basketball players famous in Lithuania or was it kinda like MJ was the one guy and a bunch of faceless others? No, no, we had a
1: you know, we had those those books where you like put stickers on, right? Or whatever, sticker okay. books. <laughs> yes. We had all that. I don't know. You know, you, you remember guys like Austin Carr, but he played for the Jazz. That's a bad example. I mean somebody else <laughs> No more jazz. No, no more jazz, yes. no, no, no. jazz. Jazz are awesome. Just when I was twelve, they were not <laughs> uh, no, but you know, like, yeah, we, you know, we knew probably the best players, you know, like right now we can probably, you know, name every player in the league. Um, but, you know, back in the day, not really when I was 12. But I mean, yeah, we knew all the, all the, all the best players out there, you know, like the Birds, the Magics, the, the MJs. And probably like probably I would say like three deep in every team I probably could have could have told you the nba jam roster that's absolutely (laughs) yeah i have i have the they have the t-shirt here nicole Nicole and jamal i was actually thinking of wearing that but i'm like nah you know teamwork there's there's no yeah no uh, no specific guys man denver nuggets we're all
0: together oh Oh, i like
2: it oh that's that's special
0: all right before we get back to our conversation with tommy i just ordered from these guys the other night they deliver you can also pick up from the breck brew farmhouse Use code DNVR and you will save $5 off your meal. I got some chicken wings, I got a salad, I got a burger as well. The food's phenomenal. The people are great over at the Brew Farmhouse too. They're a loyal partner of ours. We're a loyal partner of theirs, at least that's how we try to think of it. Support them during these times, just like you're supporting us. You can get pickup or delivery from the Brew Farmhouse. Get $5 off when you use code DNVR. You can also get beer. Delivered from the Breckbrew Farmhouse as well. Also, guys, before we go any further, I love having this next partner on with us because I get to utilize their services. I'm going back to school with MSU Denver Online, gonna to get to take some classes and continue to tell you guys how awesome of a dynamic education that MSU Denver Online provides. Here's the deal with MSU Denver Online. They've got over 750 classes that they offer, 40 plus online and hybrid programs. There's something for everybody. Marketing, business, social media, writing classes. Maybe you wanna write about the Denver Nuggets one day. Uh, Like I said, there's everything. Psychology, sociology, communications, any subject that you could want to learn about. Maybe you're trying to get your degree. Maybe you're going back to school, getting another degree. Maybe you just wanna take a class to brush up on some stuff. MSU Denver Online probably has a class that can help you out. So you can browse their entire course catalog at msudenver.edu backslash online. Like I said, 750 classes, 40 plus online and hybrid programs. And maybe my favorite part about MSU Denver Online is that they'll work with you if you're trying to work and go back to school and keep that schedule. You can take morning classes and then go work at night. You can keep your job in regular hours during the day and take online classes during the evening. They'll even work with you if you want to take classes on the MSU Denver campus too. So they really love to work with their students and work with you guys to find the schedule of classes and just make it so you can keep doing everything that you're doing in your life and still get an awesome education or go back to school if some of you guys are looking to do that so check out their entire course catalog msudenver.edu backslash online um (laughs) all
2: right well now we're going to go over to um, a segment we are i guess we're going to start calling online with d-line online with d-line i need some music for this i'm gonna have to to come up with something i guess for right now i'll just play (laughs) sad sad trauma (laughs) Feels, feels appropriate for this I don't that appreciate where, that at all. This is where D-Line <laughs> takes us around the internet and shows us some of the funniest and most noteworthy things from the last couple days. And look where right. we starting.
3: Well, look at this. I mean, hey. uh, yeah. we can't get away from the last dance. It's really coloring everything that we're talking about as far as the NBA is concerned. It's the
2: and, only sports thing that's happened yeah. in the last, like, two months. So <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: but, like, this, <laughs> this scene went by, and then... Um, like that? All, it was so fast. It just popped in. We were like, what? Head coach Brendan Malone uh, was not only part of the Bad Boys, but it sounds like he was the architect of the the Bad Boys and with the uh, MJ rules. Right? Is that what you guys picked up I on? Mean, also,
0: yeah, Well, he was. Yeah, he was an assistant coach there for two years when when the Pistons Bulls things was, was like at its height of a uh, height of the rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm sure he was in on it.
1: Have you met uh, Have you met Brendan Tommy? Actually, I never met Brendan. No, um, but uh, you know, obviously, we all know of him, and that's where that's where Coach Mo gets his uh, you know, strong and feisty personality. Oh, yeah, I mean, they they look exactly the same, too. I can't get over it. I know
2: exactly what Michael Malone's gonna look like in about 30 years. This is a good look, it
3: is a good look. Yeah, and not not only that, like, all of a sudden, everything snaps so clearly into focus for me. Why Coach Malone is like so (laughs) interested in defense. Yes, yeah. like it's a great,
1: great bas- basketball <laughs> family right there. I mean, it's been, that's an underrated basketball family. Those those guys are those guys are great basketball people. Yeah.
0: Well, Brendan Malone also had the quote of the episode maybe on uh, coaching Rodman. You just leave him alone. You don't put a saddle on a Mustang. Oh, yeah. Incredible quote. There, there, there you go. Yeah. Incredible. There you go. That
3: is such
2: a Michael Malone thing, too. Like yeah, it it totally, really yes. You know what? At some point, he's going to bust that out, and I can't wait for it. Can't put a, yeah. can't put a saddle should. on a mustache. He should. He should. What, should. what <laughs> player do you think he'll say this for? I'm going to say Will Barton. I think yeah. that would probably be the player. Probably, he's probably, he's probably Nicola. What do you Jokic. think? It's probably Nicola, right? That's Nicola. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. be more yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Right, what else you got, D line?
3: Let's see. Let's take a look here. Oh, okay, we've got um, our man Kevin Durant trying to get around an offensive lineman. Okay. So we're right around the we're right around the NBA dra- or the NFL draft. Um, so you talk about a lot of like <laughs> Kevin <It's> Durant, good... <laughs> has the least, the least like
2: football body, right? Like, especially think... linemen.
3: Yeah, I, I think that that uh, Tommy can can't watch say, this I should and mute Tommy
2: can't say anything. This is like a uh... – <laughs> I'm going to save Tommy some money on this one. This
0: is, this is Kevin Durant's security, keeping <laughs> him away from his uh, burner accounts. Oh, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> let's check out the next one. All right. Uh, and then we've got
1: uh, what I'm calling the, the Mares special here. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, we, yeah. That's a, that's a Tom, Tom DeLonge did that, right? I mean from Blink-182. He was the one who kind of <laughs> unearthed what? all this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you not know? no, no, no he's, what
2: he's a yeah he's like a ufo guy
1: right yeah yeah so tom delange i think he's the bass player but you know he's, he's the tall one uh um, oh yeah i think i yeah. think he's uh he was very much into you know all things ufo and i think he was the one who kind of unearthed these pictures maybe or at least try to make them known wow. and then uh, and then now now nasa is making them a little more uh more known yeah For, you guys from
0: not blink 182 basis to like national Wait, eric, hero <laughs> eric come on eric come on man yeah I mean,
1: you, you, you had to have known that right
2: <laughs> yeah eric did you do your research what the <laughs> heck
3: man come on Anyways, let me just make sure i understand you're saying that blink 182 has the leverage to make u.s government <laughs> uh are there any uh 90s pop punk bands that are are really interested in JFK or something? <laughs> probably, probably all of them. I would, I would say. Yeah, yeah. it's probably
2: just the profile. No,
3: I love. I love but this though, right? Yeah, yeah. apparently Pentagon officially released these three videos of Navy pilots yes. encountering UFOs, and I mean, these are still shots. Obviously, um, they're not Blink 182 grade. But uh, if you watch,
1: if you watch the, I don't think he video- took those photos, but he was definitely like questioning them. I think that was that was the point. I saw it on Twitter, just like you guys. Uh, yeah, I love it though. This one I, at, I mean, Are yeah,
2: that's... I don't know. Are
3: we calling that a UFO? I mean, come on. It's certainly unidentified. That has to be... Uh, all right.
2: It's like every picture of Bigfoot is, like, super blurry. Yeah. And then we have this
0: little dot. Can we just Wait. want uh, Kevin Durant getting uh, knocked down again? One more time? Is that all you got for us? So before we get back to our discussion with Tommy, we still got the steps to come. An interesting episode of The Steps. I'll say that. An interesting episode. But before we do... I've had a lot of extra time around the house as I'm sure you guys have had, I've dabbled in some home improvement projects. Denver Rubber Company is the place to call if you need anything that has to do with custom die cut gaskets, molded rubber, custom hoses, foam gaskets, metal parts. If you're doing something around the house and maybe you just need that one part that you can't find anywhere, Denver Rubber Company can probably help you out. They've also remained open to supply products to other essential businesses like medical, military defense, government, wind energy, and food and beverage industries as well. So they're really fighting the good fight during the tough times that we're in. They've actually been fighting the good fight since 1972. Give them a call today for any of your needs. Any and all of your needs. They can probably help you out. 1-800-259-0010 or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash dnvr.
2: All right, last thing before uh, we get out of here, we're going to invite a guest on, and we have one waiting in the wings, DJ DJC15. What's going on? Hey, wh- first of all, tell us your name, and uh, welcome onto the show. Uh, DJ Cuthbertson. DJ. All right, DJ. Well, yeah, we'll you- go with DJ. We'll go with <laughs> DJ. <laughs> What's going on, DJ? Uh, DJ, where are you well. uh, joining us from? I'm joining y'all from Fort Worth, Texas.
3: North, uh, Texas, yeah. all right. Again, another um, show and another person not from Denver. No one from Denver. That's all right because everybody else around the, the globe. Right? Hey,
0: the, the nuggets are a world wor- worldwide brand, Eric. And it, a worldwide it absolutely brand. is. Absolutely is. Bells. 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 The work of Tommy Brace. Okay, that does uh, help.
2: <laughs> uh, all right, who's your, who's your favorite nugget, DJ? Oh, man. Like all current? time. We'll go all nuggets. time, not just current. So, oh, 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 oh.
3: I'd have to say... It's hilarious
2: that you don't have this scope. Go- like most people <laughs> would have their favorite nuggets. Like that's my Pearl guy.
3: All right, oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's not a bad I yeah. love the stash, man. Yeah. The rocks a little dude stash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bird
2: you have- Birdman.
3: Birdman. Yeah, it. Birdman. Of course. Yeah, yeah. That's your Texas man.
2: I'm tall, white, and tatted. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> tatted <laughs> it <laughs> it fits we- the profile. Did you ever do the Mohawk? Yeah, I do- actually did that this week.
0: What? <laughs> oh, you don't exactly anymore. Right? At oh, the man, it? So the M- no.
2: is is rocking. Okay. <laughs> one, one of
0: my favorite stories from that Nuggets era is when Earl Boykins bench pressed three hundred thirty pounds. What? Yeah. Is that possible? Well, huh? Yeah. It's like two Earl Boykinses. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> weighed <laughs> he, he weighed like bar. yeah he weighed one thirty and I think he benched three thirty. That's like the strength of an ant, like <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, DJ, are you familiar with the steps and how it works? No, I'm not. Okay, so you're going to – great. We're going to get a series of questions. The first five, you get all five right, you win a sticker pack, or you can risk it all and go for a T-shirt, get five more right, um, and here to help you is Tommy Balchettis. I mean, an incredible helper. Sometimes we yeah, have people on know, know nothing about the Denver Nuggets. Tommy, dude, some dude. of these questions might actually be about Tommy.
1: So, to hey, DJ, if anything, if it's before like seven years ago, man, it's going to be an issue, man. I'm telling you right now. I mean, all right, seven we'll, years uh, is
2: about fourth of my life. So, all okay, all, all righty. Right. Well, well, here we go. Without further ado, let's uh, let's try to climb the steps here. I'm so ready for this. I am as well. All right. Oh, Number one. Nervous. Every time. Who was the Denver Nuggets' starting power forward on opening night of the 2019-2020 season? Paul Millsap. That is correct. Oh, wow. Wow. Easy one so far. Number two. I knew that one, guys. I knew it. <laughs> i nice
1: <words>. saying.
2: <laughs> Who led the 2019-20 Denver Nuggets in total dunks? Don't say Jokic, please. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm which, season, which season, Adam? This, with... this season that is yeah. halfway through or whatever. Okay. I'll go with uh, Bart. You, you can always use your helper if you if you aren't sure. You could always ask your helper. This is another pretty difficult second
1: question <laughs> item. I gotta say. No, it's, it's a good question. <laughs> D, DJ, DJ I, can, I can give you two. I can, I can give you two uh, two answers. You, you have to choose one because I'm not sure between the oh, two. Oh, I like that the helper okay, is Okay. It's <laughs> between M- Mason and Jeremy, um, and I'm, I would probably lean Mason.
2: <laughs> well, all Mason <laughs> does is dunk. And miss free throws. So I'm going to go Mason. Oh, wow. Well, a little slander mixed in there. But yes, your helper pulled through. Your helper hey, he pulled through. My hat. I love the dude, but let's like,
1: be honest. He's, he's improving, DJ. we will
2: get there. we will get there. Um, number three, how many NBA teams play their home games in California? Four. Is that your final answer? Yeah.
3: All right, you hey. guys. Thanks. We're moving on. Really like uh, three though. Like when the Lakers play in Sacramento, it's a Lakers home game. <laughs> <laughs> <No>? All right, <laughs> get out of here, Eric. You know, you know what Can we, we technically
2: count the Clippers
0: to you know, home?
2: <laughs> number number four. This one's tough. You might have to use your helper for this one. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, okay. Where did Denver Nuggets VP of Strategy and Analytics Tommy Balchettis, attend college? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a toughie. DJ, you gotta know this one, man. Come on, Just, you should be a fan, right? You're a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Fans don't give off its stuff. Let's go. Man. No, uh, it's totally fair. No, yeah. If you want help, you
3: can. You can yeah, ask. I gonna need your help, Timmy.
1: Yeah, oh, the, the Harvard. Thomas. Are you gonna go with it?
2: <laughs>
1: Where? Uh, Harvard. Harvard University are you familiar <laughs> i'm
2: gonna go with harvard
1: because science- <laughs> <laughs> wait no eric did, did you use andy bernard me man come on you can't, you can't do that <laughs> okay, did you, have, you guys watch the office yeah. love <laughs> harvard. are, are, are love you familiar i've uh, oh, yeah. never heard of it yeah yeah, did you, yeah just made me made me look like uh, great thanks man <laughs> all <laughs> right number That's five crazy. dj you got to
2: focus because this one is for a sticker pack this is for a uh, sticker pack, okay? Question. Which one. shooting guard was picked one spot ahead of Jamal Murray in the 2016
1: NBA draft? DJ, I can give you some hints, man. I don't know if I can give you the answer. <laughs> what <laughs> hints you got? Blaze plays for sack. Yeah, that's not going <laughs> to help. I could <can> tell. <laughs> <laughs> it was drafted by New Orleans. As an unknown. As an unknown real I, love, age. I
2: love that Tommy's sick of answering for him. It's just now <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, hey, listen. It's it's, it's a
1: game, right?
3: <laughs> Darren game. Fox is in a shooting guard. No, not.
0: No googling, DJ. Yeah, I, I see the- those. I see those eyes. <laughs> that's, my, his, that's
1: my thinking eyes. His first, his first name. His first name uh, is a synonym for a friend. Okay. These are some great clues. These are some <laughs> great <laughs> clues. Wait,
0: which one's a synonym and which one's an antonym? Oh my <laughs> oh, God, DJ!
1: Synonym is the same. <laughs> is the same. Antonym is <laughs> oh, opposite. Yeah, so cinnamon. synonym. <laughs> there we go, man. All hey, well, right. done, well, done, man. <laughs> really right. well done, dude. Congratulations. All right,
2: DJ. We could send you a sticker pack. It could be yours, or you could risk it and try to go five more and get a shirt. What do you think? I'm all
3: about risking it for the biscuit, baby. Oh, I don't hey, know. Risking it for the biscuit. I like the uh, like Tommy answer a good four of those. So what? <laughs> what, what <laughs> no, nah, man. I don't know if I had two. This one's was, gonna be tough. Did, this one predates did all them, Tommy. Man. This one predates Tommy. Oh man. Who did
2: the Denver Nuggets take with the fifth pick in the 2002 NBA draft? Fifth mm-hmm. so,
3: pick. The tough one. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I couldn't have just taken those tickets.
2: <laughs>
0: I know. He's really hey, regretting I this now. Nothing. I can end with nothing or end with a shirt. That's <laughs> a
2: great point. Do you uh, have a guess? I'm going to go Kenyon Martin
0: for some reason. <laughs> oh! <laughs>
2: Oh man, he is out of here. Hey man, this, I
1: this game is brutal. Probably
2: should have given him hints. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's too bad, man.
2: You know what? You gave him plenty of hits, man. He had he had a lot of opportunities. Hey, yeah, hey, if, if, you're,
0: if you're still watching, man, good job, dude. Good well. <laughs> yeah, that's that, right. doker, that doker question was tough. I might have gone. Um, I might have gone Jeremy Graham. I don't yeah, know. That, that's what I was thinking too, but
2: no. The Mason Mason Plumlee has almost twice as many dunks, I think, as Jim. yeah.
1: That's so, crazy. Man. I mean, he,
2: yeah. Think about how many of his baskets are dunks. Like hey, J-
1: J- Jeremy's up. are louder. Like you know, Don't Mason be will we'll dunk it every time, Jeremy's right? right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: All right, guys. Well, Tommy, thank you so much. Hopefully, this was this was this wasn't too bad. That was fun. It was nice, hey, casual.
1: It was fun. Absolutely. Yeah. That was, that was a great time. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, thanks are for coming. Are you muted, on, Eric?
2: Eric, are you muted or something? Did you screw up your your mic? Because you're just screaming. I can see you screaming something. <laughs> what is the answer to the question? You can't hear me? Oh, did <laughs> I not get it? Oh, yeah, I didn't say it, did I? It's Skeeta. The real ones will know that one. The real ones will know that because that Skeeta pick
0: was an all-time, like, oh, man. An all-timer. <laughs> an yeah. all-timer. Yeah, I feel um, like that's one where you make the pick and he shows up for the first practice and you're like, no comment
2: no well done save your money here uh all right uh tommy thanks so much for coming on thanks so much everybody who tuned into the broadcast and of course we're going to be back again tomorrow with a brand new episode
0: matt moore hopping on as our guest tomorrow we'll see everybody at eight o'clock all right thanks guys all right fun show today guys before we get out of here if you've been a listener of this podcast for a couple months or a couple years and i know we have some of those we have some loyal day one listeners on the spot if you don't have an electric toothbrush right now i mean what are you guys doing you're just doing it wrong you're not living life to its fullest potential you're probably still getting cavities i don't get any ever since i switched to an electric toothbrush but if you guys schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at green mountain dental group you will receive a free sonicare toothbrush top of the line electric toothbrush is the sonic hair located just 15 minutes from downtown denver these guys are awesome super nice you can talk sports with them they listen to the pod they read dnvr hit them up green mountain dental you will get a free sonic hair toothbrush if you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam